Guys, welcome to Justin Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. Woo! This week, we got some big news, okay? We got Multiverse of Madness trailer number two, official number one. And we got a lot of TV spots. Oh my gosh, was there ever like a crazy amount? It was a pretty big weekend. Yeah, so this week's going to be pretty crazy. We're going to be talking about a lot of Multiverse of Madness theories, uh, along with... Some Cartoon Network theories. Oh, this should be good. Yes, sir. I haven't heard any Cartoon Network theories in a like, long time. We used to watch a lot of Cartoon Network when we were younger. Yes, that was, that was the move. Uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, that was one of our favorites. What else? Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. A lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. That was a good one. Billy and Mandy. Foster's Home and Imaginary Friends. All right, guys. This is a big week. Let's get into this podcast. It's going to be an epic show. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, and comment what you want us to talk about throughout the podcast. We are going to be talking about suggestions of things that you guys wanted to talk about. You guys obviously asked a lot about Multiverse of Madness, so we are going to heavily get into that. So let's get into it. Yeah. First off, there's a lot to unpack. Let's just talk about this poster. Okay. The Multiverse of Madness Ooh, poster. Yeah, right? yeah. There are so many Easter eggs on this poster. It's crazy. It is ridiculous. I don't even know how people found these. And let me tell you guys, you're going to hear something right now that I don't think is being talked about anywhere right now. Uh-oh. Okay, so when you look at the poster, yeah. right? Yes, we all know we see Captain Carter's shield, right? Right. We all know that. We all know that we see Deadpool. Hidden in the shard up top left, right? Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. And speaking of Deadpool, it's crazy. So Ryan Reynolds actually went on his Facebook, and he posted a picture of him in the suit, right? The Deadpool suit. Yeah. But what's funny is it's from Deadpool 1, but what's really crazy is he left a crazy Easter egg. It, right behind him is the costume designer for Multiverse of Madness. Wait, really? So he deleted it off Facebook. Okay. Basically trying to show that... That was important, right? And yeah. I better not put it up because I can get in trouble. So it kind of confirms that he's in Multiverse of Madness. What the? It's all part of his marketing plan. Yeah. So there's a couple other characters that no one's talking about on the, on the cover, okay? Okay. Now, I don't know how true this is, okay? <laughs> and I don't want people coming at me like that's not what it is. But let's just play the game of super fans we all want to know what else on the on the poster yeah if you look at the bottom left okay hear me out okay people are saying that they see toby Maguire. no way i was trying to look at it and i don't know it maybe if you look kind of squint your eye a little bit you can tell that maybe it's toby uh-huh but dude okay with the way the deadpool one was so hidden i wouldn't be surprised if someone's someone else is on there that we're just completely missing yeah I mean, oh, crazy theory. Okay. Talking about, talking about Toby. So, guys, Toby Maguire, remember when we talked about how Toby's Portuguese uh, voice actor and Wanda's Portuguese voice actor, were, they were in the studio yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, posted like an Instagram picture. Right. So, they're, so Wanda's, Wanda's voice actor and Toby's voice actor were together recording a scene together, okay? Mm -hmm. That guy... Always voices Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, the theory is that Toby is going to be in Multiverse of Madness, right? Okay. Especially the fact that he was with Wanda's voice actress, and they're in a room together recording a scene. So, uh -huh. they're probably going to have a scene where they're going to be interacting together. Yes. Sony has an agreement with Marvel where they have this thing called, like, a lend-back program. Okay. Where, basically, Tom Holland isn't 
owned by Disney, right? Right. Sony owns them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sony has an agreement with Disney where they say, okay, we're going to give you Tom Holland, right, for a movie. Okay. In exchange, you give us a Marvel character for a movie. So with No Way Home coming out, right, and it being a Sony movie, Mm -hmm. they got to use Doctor Strange. Yeah. Which belongs to Marvel and Disney. Right. So now Sony owes Marvel a Sony character. Oh. So with Multiverse of Madness coming out, it would only make sense that they give Disney Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh. Because Milano Ray, his Toby's right. voice actor, is recording with Wanda in the studio. So it only makes sense that he's recording for Multiverse of Madness. Oh, so Toby's the exchange then. Right. Coming into the MCU. In right. the MCU movie. Right. Oh, my gosh. That because, makes total sense then. Yeah. So it, it's all lining up. That's why when people... I mean, very few people have said this. I think it was on Reddit, but about the Tobey Maguire being on the poster. Yeah. Maybe it's possible. I really want to see Tobey Maguire and Wanda, like, have an interaction. Because Tobey literally knows nothing about, like, magic and everything. The only magic he has seen was Ned. Yeah. He's like, can't believe that Ned has powers. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so crazy. It's going to be nuts. It's crazy to think about how Captain Carter's on the cover, on the poster. Because it's going to be really interesting how how they're going to do this. Because what if is is uh animated right and obviously dr strange is you know an actor real life yeah okay oh speaking on that okay everyone who missed it on tiktok there's a crazy theory about the trailer so in the trailer we see dr strange and america chavez going through different dimensions right all these different multiverses and then we see one there's a bunch of dinosaurs and as we know that's savage land right which is also in the comics like they've had a bunch of like battles in savage land and people are confused because like they think it's like a time travel thing no, no, it's not. Savage Land actually takes place in the middle of the Earth, I believe. And it's actually going currently at the same time as us. Yeah. It's just that they have dinosaurs. So then we see them going through a dimension where they, like, start to turn into, like, blocks. And we kind of see, like, that happen to Drax. Remember in uh, Infinity War when Thanos uses the reality stone? Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay, so that's actually a reference to House of M, the comic book. Oh, House of M. And we do know this movie is kind of based on House of M. Yeah, I, I even think Elizabeth Olsen has said that they took heavy inspiration from the House of M comics. Yeah. And we all know that this is big movie for the X-Men then. Exactly. <laughs> we see them smash into another dimension, but right before it cuts to the next scene, we actually see like a sliver of it, and it's actually an animated dimension. And you can literally see Doctor Strange's foot and his like the bottom of his cloak start to turn animated. Yeah. Which is crazy. And we already know the X-Men animated series is getting revived. Right. It's coming out next year, I believe. Yeah. So why would they bring back the X-Men animated show if there wasn't some kind of you exactly. know, cohesive story going on? And if you look at the animations, they look the same. Yeah. And this is, how, this is probably how we're going to get the comic book accurate X-Men. Yeah, because the animation does look like yeah. X-Men 1990s cartoon. Right. And I said this too. In the animated series, we see Professor X have his gold chair. Right. Right? We've never seen that live action. Right. And in the Fox universe, he's never had the gold chair. Exactly. So it makes sense that it's the animated show coming into the MCU. Right. Because the leaked photos show Professor X have the gold chair. Exactly. Oh. It's going to be it's gonna be madness. Okay. I want to add on to that theory. Yeah. Okay. Animated dimension, right? Right. We got Miles Morales in the yes. Spider-Verse to also talk about. So, if they bring in, like, animated people, mm-hmm. right, and when Doctor Strange goes there, he turns into animation. Right. So, when you pull someone out of that dimension, they got to come and become, like, a human form. 
You would think, yeah. So, why not have Miles Morales pop in too? Exactly. Spider Gwen. So. Oh, Spider Gwen. Right. Yeah. It would be such like an easy, like little quick little moment where you see Miles come out and he's like, "I gotta go back," and he just goes back to his dimension. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of things that could come about this. Because we do know, like Miles Morales, the Into the Spider Verse two is obviously going to be dealing with Spider Verse. Right. So he's. It's a multiverse movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, and also, look at all the cartoons we've had that's Marvel-related. Like, the Fantastic Four show was a great show. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that could go on in this animated dimension. Back to what if, then. Uh-huh. Are they going to be pulling the animated Captain Carter out oh. of the universe? Right. The animated universe and bringing her into the, in the main universe? Seeing them change in the trailer, that would make sense. Right. If they pull Captain Carter from the animated series. Right. Because we know that... The Marvel What If Zombies yeah. were in the trailer oh, yeah. in their human form. Yeah. Dude, right? that looks freaky. Yeah. But it's, it's starting to like raise a question of are they coming out like from an animated dimension and becoming human form? Right. Or is that What If show going on at the same time as Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange universe people are actually in the What If series, so it's kind of like not mm. having to change. Yeah. We see the X-Men animation, right? That animation is one way. What If's animation is another way. Miles Morales' animation is another way. Yeah. It would make sense if they could travel to different animations. So this week on TikTok, I talked about a crazy theory about how the Illuminati, right? Mm. The Illuminati is going to be in Doctor Strange and Multiverse yes. of Madness. And we actually kind of get like a hint at them when we see uh, Doctor Strange being arrested by the Ultron bots. Yeah. Which we know is going to be controlled by a variant of Iron Man. Yes, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, baby. <laughs> um, but when you look at when Doctor Strange gets arrested, you see him have to approach the Illuminati. And you see how there's six chairs. I was wrong. I thought there was five, but there's actually six. You see there's six chairs. There's three on the left, three on the right. And in the middle, there's a gap. Yeah. And that gap is for, obviously, Charles Xavier's wheelchair. Because we see him, when he's talking to Doctor Strange in the trailer, mm-hmm. he, like, rolls up. Like, yeah. you see how he kind of rolls in the frame? Yeah, 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 Like, he was using his wheelchair. Right. So, we all know Black Bolt, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Reed Richards, Namor, and Professor Xavier are all part of the Illuminati. Black Panther was approached to be in the Illuminati, but he declined. So, there's six members of the Illuminati. But it looks like the movie may be doing a little different yeah. team up here. It seems like they might actually have the addition of Black Panther because the original group is the six you already mentioned. Right. Black Panther did join at some point, but it would make sense to kind of have him there if it was like Killmonger, maybe. Maybe, but it looks like Mordo. Like the good, there's a good alternate version of Mordo in that universe, mm-hmm. and he looks like he's part of the Illuminati too. Possibly. So when you look, right, there's a lot of Illuminati sitting there, a lot of potential, <laughs> but let's get back to this whole superior Iron Man. So Ooh. back. When Iron Man, the first movie, was coming out, they actually wanted Tom Cruise to be Iron Man. Yeah. But Tom Cruise, being Tom Cruise, had his like certain requests that he wanted before he agreed to the role. And that is, he wanted a suit that would show his face. Yeah. He didn't want to have like a helmet that comes down where it hides his face. He wanted everybody to see him and know, like, that's Tom Cruise. They got to know. They got to know who you are. So when you really start thinking about, okay, if he's coming back, what type of Iron Man would it like make the most sense? Yeah. Right. And when you look at Superior Iron Man, his face is exposed, right? You see how 
you could see his face, you could see how his suit works, and it's very like high tech, right? Superior Iron Man. Oh yeah. Literally, it's his name, Superior. He's Superior very Iron Man. You know, bad boy, like you know, <laughs> very powerful. Very powerful. So there's a lot of rumors going around that Tom Cruise is gonna be in the movie as Superior Iron Man, and he's gonna wield three Infinity Stones. Oh my god. And this is where it gets kind of interesting. You know, the Superior Iron Man, if he has three Infinity Stones, he can have the Mind Stone, like kind of where Vision has it. Yeah. So. And there's also rumor, too, that Tom Cruise's Superior Iron Man is actually going to have a jar with, Than- like, a variant of Thanos' head in it. Oh, showing <laughs> how, like, overpowered he is, that he could take out Thanos so easy, and this is, like, a totally different Iron Man. Oh, that's going to be so crazy. And when you really think about Superior Iron Man versus Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, in Age of Ultron, right, mm-hmm. we see how Tony wants to make the suit around the world, right? Yeah. Where he ha- the armor around the world. Yeah. Where he has the Iron Legion... Do the Avengers work? But as we see, it goes wrong, mm-hmm. right? And Ultron's created, and the Iron Legion is no longer good because they work for Ultron. Right. But in this universe, we see Ultron's bots being good, right? They're working for the Illuminati. Yeah. So in this universe, Superior Iron Man Tom Cruise found a way to have the armor around the world be successful and not be taken over by Ultron. Oh. Because, right, the, the droids are working for him. Yeah. So it shows that it was success. Right. Ooh. I know a lot of people are like, oh, RDJ can never be replaced. Yes, he cannot be replaced. Right. But I think it's going to be so interesting to see Tom Cruise as this Iron Man. And Superior Iron Man in the comics, he was really edgy, uh-huh. right? And people didn't like him. He's actually a villain, essentially. Oh. So he's not. He's more like a vigilante, right? He's going to play by his own rules. Uh-huh. So it's going to be interesting how they incorporate that storyline of Superior Iron Man. Because in the comics, he's not a very good person. And this is what could be good, right? It yeah. kind of separates Robert Downey Jr. from Tom Cruise. Like, it's, right. it's like a totally different character. Wow. So it should be interesting how they play it off. That it will be interesting. Okay, let's get back to this whole Illuminati thing, right? Okay. We see the chairs above, and we see two people sitting down. We see someone on the left and someone on the right. Right. So I told you this, but like when you look closely and you zoom in, they like enhance the photos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell like the person on the left is like noticeably skinny, right? right. And there's been rumors that uh, the original Mr. Fantastic was going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. And Mr. Fantastic is a part of the Illuminati, so it makes sense that he would be with the Illuminati in the chairs, right? Yeah. So when you look closely and you zoom in, you can tell that that character is really skinny. And if you look closely, he actually has a white circle emblem on the left side of his chest, Mm -hmm. right? And it looks like Mr. Fantastic, the suit, okay? And then when you look like his upper area, kind of where the, the emblem is, it's his shirt is blue. And come on. Come on now. Come we all on. know what that means. Yes. That's gotta be Mr. Fantastic. It's gotta be. Circle it's gotta be. white emblem with a blue shirt, skinny, sitting amongst the Illuminati. Okay. We know he's a part of the Illuminati. Yep. Right? So we got six options there. <laughs> it would make the most sense that it's Mr. Fantastic. Dude, it's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta be. If you look at the pictures like enhanced and zoomed in. It's got to be him. It's got to be. And then people for like people are saying it's uh, could be like a Black Panther variant. Mm-hmm. It just looks too skinny, right? We know yeah. Black Panther, he's he's pretty big. Right. He's strong. So my guess is Mr. Fantastic. It's got to be him. The fact if you could zoom in and you see the the white <laughs> circle and the fact that his shirt is kind of blue, I mean, name someone else in the Illuminati that has a blue shirt with a white emblem on his chest. That's true. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's not it's not rocket science here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. Okay, so there's a crazy theory about the plot of this movie. 
Let's hear it. Okay, so we know that it's kind of referencing House of M, yeah. right? In House of M, we see Wanda have the three iconic words, right? No more mutants. Right. And we're obviously rumored to see the X-Men, okay? Well, yeah, well, it's not rumored. It's confirmed. The fact that Xavier... Oh, that's true. Professor X is already in it. It's confirmed. Okay, so the theory goes that Wanda already made the decision that there's not going to be any mutants in the universe they live in. What do you mean? So she said no more mutants in the comments, right? Comics, right? Yeah. So we're living... All the MCU movies thus far have been movies without the mutants in it. All the MCU, right? No mutants. They haven't had mutants in it. Right. So there's a theory that Wanda already said no more mutants. And we've been living in the world with no mutants. So everybody forgot mutants. So they, they existed before Wanda. But once Wanda said no more mutants, everybody forgot about them. And that's what we see in all these MCU movies. Everybody doesn't know who the mutants are. Right. There's no, no recollection of mutants. Oh, I got it. So you're saying that like Tony Stark, all these people that are like past heroes or they know, they know about the mutants. But since Wanda said no more mutants right. that we haven't seen on screen yet, but she's done this already. Yeah, so she's wiped them from existence pretty much. It's kind of like Spider-Man being wiped from everybody's memory. Exactly, exactly. So all these people don't have any recollection of them. Okay? So now in Multiverse of Madness, the, the no more mutants is going to be reversed. And that's what's going to bring the X-Men back into the MCU. And that's what, what's going to have everybody remember who the mutants are. Oh, okay. So she's now going to say mutants. Right. So instead of having no more mutants in existence, the mutants will now be remembered, and that's how they're going to be pushed back into the MCU, and we're going to see the X-Men back. That would be interesting. Right? That could happen. Like, that would be like such an, a great way to bring the X-Men into the MCU. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wait, wait, wait. This is a good theory because it kind of explains why they've had this issue all these years for Marvel, right? Yeah. Not being able to use Sony characters, not being able to use Fox characters. Right. This kind of will just fix everything and be like, well, they, they were always here. We just ha were brainwashed under Wanda. Yes. Oh, that's good. So now Wanda is going to bring everyone back. Dang. That's a good theory. It's pretty crazy. Wow. This is good to be insane all right like this is gonna blow no way home out of the water i think it has the potential to it has potential it has the potential to knowing that all these different characters are involved yeah okay but enough of that moving on to cartoon network the best network so have you heard of the powerpuff samurai jack theory no okay so there's a crazy theory that professor utonium okay is samurai jack what oh wait the dad yeah the Powerpuff Girl dad. The Powerpuff Girl's dad is actually Samurai Jack? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my gosh. You look at Samurai Jack, right? Yeah. Throughout the show, Samurai Jack looks exactly like Professor Utonium. They look really similar. You know what? They kind of do. Right? They really do, actually. Okay, think about this, too, though. Samurai Jack, like, wears white, right? Yeah. Professor Utonium always wears a white lab coat. In Samurai Jack, we see, like, this billboard for, the, for a talking dog, right? It's, like, okay. really beat up. But then you go to Powerpuff Girls, we see the same exact billboard. Shut up. Yeah, so we know they're already in, like, the same time. Like, same universes. What the heck? So we see Samurai Jack has the villain Aku, okay? Okay. And they're, in their final battle, they go through this time warp. They go through a time portal. So the theory is that they never made it back. And Aku has, like, a liquid form. So when he turns into his liquid form, he was the chemical X that turned the Powerpuff Girls into what they are. Remember? So. Professor Utonium 
the chemical X was dumped into the the mixture, right? And right. that's what made the Powerpuff Girls. So Aku was that mixture, and he turned into his liquid form. Oh, and, that, and Samurai Jack ends up being Professor Utonium. Oh my gosh! And he falls. He has his family and falls in love with his new life. Doesn't go back to samurai fighting. Does not go back. Oh, how good! That's a good theory, right? Wow. I, I never crazy. even thought about how close they look. They look so close in resemblance. Yeah. Shout out to Screen Rant. Shout out to Screen Rant. This one's kind of dark. Have you heard of the Ed, Ed, and Eddie theory? No. Okay, so there's a theory that all the kids in Ed, Ed, and Eddie are actually dead. What? What? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. What? I know, I know, I know. Okay, so if you really think about it, in the show, we see no parents ever. It's only the same kids. Okay. okay. Wow. I didn't even. We don't right? see any parents? We never. Oh, weird. Okay. And then you look at some of the kids, like skin tones. Yeah. They look as if they're like a deceased person's skin tone. Like some of it's like blue sometimes. Oh, you're you know, right. right. Yeah. It's like blue. Like it, it's, like, it's like a dead body. Oh, my gosh. I never even thought of that. You look at their tongues. Their tongues are blue. No. Yes. Like they're like a deceased person. Yeah. Blue tongue. And then what's even crazier, okay, you, if you look in the garage, one of the garages, you could see the number 666 in there. Ooh, that's not good. I know. It's freaky. That's like they're in hell then. Okay, but then you look at all like the kids' attire, right? They're each dressed from like a different decade. Yeah, they do all have different styles. Right? Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Exactly. So they're all just deceased, and they all come from different timelines of kids living in that cul-de-sac. They never leave the cul-de-sac. They never leave the cul-de-sac. Oh. So it's all the kids that lived in the cul-de-sac and they're just dead. Oh my gosh. And they come from different like decades. Yeah, they do dress differently. Yes. And the I never noticed the tongue color. Yeah, it's freaky. If you really look at the pictures of like their tongues, it's pretty crazy. I mean, come on now. If that was the goal of the artist like Obviously, he intended for like a reason behind the color. Right, and their skin tone looks like they're a, like an undead person. <sighs> Dang, that's really dark. It's really that's dark. a really dark show now. Yeah. <laughs> gosh, we used to watch that so we used much. To watch it a lot. Okay. Oh gosh. Moving on. This is kind of another dark one, but not as dark. Okay. Have you heard of the Scooby Doo theory? No. I mean, I've heard Scooby Doo theories, but I, I don't know which one. Okay. So there's a theory that the entire show of Scooby Doo is all within the Great Depression. We all, we all learn the Great Depression in history class. Whenever we see, like, we always see them catching monsters, right? All the time. Every episode, we see them finding, discovering a mystery, catching the monster. Right. Always. But whenever they uncover the monster, right, they take off their mask or helmet or whatever. Yeah. It always ends up being someone of big importance, right? It's usually, like, someone famous or, like, a... Yeah. Right, like a mayor or like a celebrity. Right, and they're always like, why are you here? Why exactly. are you doing this? So why else would a celebrity or like a high up person be wanting to like steal, like rob banks, steal money? Why would they need to do that unless they were in a depression? Oh. Right? Like, it makes sense. They need money. Exactly. But why would these people of like high up standards need money? Right. If there wasn't some kind of economical crisis. Exactly. Because the rich people should have money. Right. But if they're out there stealing, then you know something's wrong. Exactly. Oh, interesting. That's a good theory. Right? It makes sense why they would do that. Right. And why is it always like someone of big importance? It's always someone famous. Right. It's never just like like a buddy of theirs, like a poor friend or something. Yeah. Oh, so they're out here hustling, huh? They hustling. Damn. I also want to talk about something crazy I talked about on TikTok. Okay. 
Okay. So if you guys visit on TikTok, I talked about how old doctors used to figure out how you were healthy. This is so disgusting. This is absolutely disgusting. I'm so sorry if you have a weak stomach. This is already okay. making me feel sick. <laughs> okay. So back in a while, a long time ago, this is a long time ago. A long time ago, doctors felt and believed that the taste of your humanly body fluids could determine if you're healthy or not. Explain to them what humanly body fluids okay. are. That's like a really nice way of putting it. Right, right, right. Okay. So we know, like, we've all been to the doctor. They make you, like, pee in the cup or whatever, right? So doctors would make you pee in a cup, and they would literally drink your pee. And depending on how it would taste, they would be able to tell if you're healthy or not. Like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, but it gets even crazier. They would literally taste your earwax. So they would get a Q-tip, swab your ear, Put it in their mouth to taste if you were healthy or not. Taste your earwax. They would oh eat your gosh. earwax. Okay? And then another one. They would make you throw up. They would literally make you throw up and drink your throw up to make sure you were healthy. So depending on how your, your throw up would taste determines how you were, if you were healthy or not. That's so disgusting. It's so funny. Like even like when you go to the doctor, like for a physical, and they make yeah. you pee in a cup. Right. You go in the bathroom, you pee in the cup, and usually they have like a little metal door. Yeah. Inside the bathroom, like a little slot, uh -huh. and you put the pee in, and then you close the door, mm -hmm. and then someone on the other side will open up their door and grab it. Right. Can you imagine doctors are behind the scenes, just like? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that that's good. That's not that's not healthy. <laughs> that's so disgusting. It is so disgusting. It's so like it's so weird that they even thought like. Wow, this is what we should do. This is the perfect way of finding out someone's healthy. Yeah. Like the first person's like, yeah, let's do that because that would tell us a lot. Right. And think about this too. The people that wanted to become doctors had to learn how to taste if someone was healthy or not. So they had to taste a healthy version of throw up and an unhealthy version of throw up and a healthy version of pee and an unhealthy version of pee. And same for the earwax. Like, you got to be kidding me. But what's funny is, what do they go off of? Like, what was the baseline? Like, this is healthy. Like, how do they just establish this type of earwax taste or earwax taste or pee taste is, like, the standard for healthy? I wonder if they tasted, like, the acidity. Like, if, th if this was very acidic, like, it's unhealthy. I don't know. <laughs> like, we're trying to figure out this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Pretty nasty. This reminds me of, like, Dumb Ways to Die. Like, how this is exactly how someone would die. Like, drinking it. Yeah. Like, these doctors are... Like, I wonder, right? Mm -hmm. Say the doctor drinks the pee, right? Right, right, right? Drinks pee, like, that's his job. And then, all of a sudden, one day, you know, he has to get checked. Yeah. So, I wonder if his pee tastes bad from all the, like, the disgusting diseases he probably got from drinking everyone else's pee. Ooh, yeah, you're right. Well, a long time ago, right? Usually, if they're, like, in a small town, right? There's one doctor for that whole town. That one doctor... Has to check himself. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, my let's god! Just move on, move on. Welcome to Dumb Ways to Die, where I talk about weird ways how people have died. It's very informative and sad, and uh, disappointing. So a couple of guys, right? They went on a skiing trip. Okay. Okay. And you know, like when you go up on the lifts, right? They have like the metal beams that go down into the snow, right? And they usually have like a padding around them just to make sure like nobody like runs into it and like gets hurt. Right. Right. So what these guys decided to do, take the padding off uh -huh. of the beam. So they took the padding off the beam and they're like, let's use this as a sled. So they got the padding, 
they start going down a really steep hill, right? They hit the beam that they took the pad off of, and they died. Of all the all the different <laughs> beams that there probably are throughout the whole mountain, they hit the one they took the padding off? Yes. This next one, okay? This okay. guy was riding his jet ski, but his battery died. Okay, so he ran it up to, like, the shore, okay? Okay. And he's like, gosh, I got to charge it because I want to go back out there, uh-huh. so, right? And we all know, like, the cables to, like, jump a car. Yeah. Right? So he went to go plug it into the wall to make sure he could, like, power it, okay? okay. So he plugged it into the wall, and he's holding the little clamps, yeah. okay? So he decides to run out back to the jet ski. Remember, the jet ski's in the water. In the water. And he's holding the clamps, okay? He runs to the jet ski, doesn't even make it to the jet ski, electrocutes himself to death. Did he touch the water? He touched the water. Which is very highly electric yeah. conductor. <laughs> he's holding those, thi- those clamps that you use to jump your car. <laughs> and he ran in the water with them. Oh, my gosh. What? Okay, so up next, this guy decides to go cliff diving, right? But he's jumping off of a cliff. That's 80 feet. There's girls there. He wants to impress them. He has no experience of cliff jumping. Okay. And we know at a certain point and a certain height, jumping into water could be fatal. Right. I heard if you jump, yeah, like you're saying, from a certain height, it actually, when the impact of the water Mm -hmm. is almost equivalent to cement. So can you guess what happened next? No experience decides to belly flop. 80 oh, feet, gosh. 80 feet, and it knocks him out, and he just drowns. Ugh. You got to—I feel like people—a lot of people don't know this, that water can be fatal. Yeah. If you fall from the height, the right height, it can be fatal. And thank you for watching Dumb Ways to Die. All right, guys, this part of the podcast is called Who Side Are You On? Where my girlfriend Leia comes on and talks about a real-life story from Reddit that someone submitted— Talking about drama, okay? So, like, the story is going to go something like, this person is mad at this person. And we have to figure out who is right and who's wrong. This week, we actually recorded this part of the podcast earlier, so that's why our clothes are changing. Yeah. Okay? We didn't just switch clothes for this segment. This is <laughs> We recorded it early. Uh, so, let's get into it. Here comes Leia. Is the guy right or wrong? Am I wrong for not telling my fiance where I go on Sundays? Whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is already wrong. <laughs> All right, so super weird situation, and I need a judgment. I, 32 male, have been engaged to Amanda, 34 female, for about a year. We dated for three. She has a 12-year-old daughter named Alexis. Me and Alexis have a good relationship. Me, Amanda, and her ex all have a good relationship for the most part. I'm totally comfortable with my role. So Amanda, her ex, and Alexis have this weird thing that they do. They all get together on Sundays and hang out the three of them. I guess it started as a family tradition, And then once they divorced, they kept going. They make breakfast, watch movies, and just hang around all day together. I find it really weird, to be honest. Like, I'm not insecure about it, but why would you want to spend a day a week with your ex beyond me? I said how weird I found this when we started dating, but Amanda said that Alexis looks forward to it weekly, so she never stopped it. So at first, I would just hang out in our room or the basement all Sunday. But I got tired of being trapped in my own house, so I started leaving the whole day. Amanda would never ask where I was going or anything, wouldn't even notice I was gone. So at first, I was golfing or getting errands done or would find a bar, but then I reconnected with my old friend Bella. Bella and I dated five years ago and have remained good friends since. She just broke up with her husband and moved into a new apartment. I told her one Sunday that I was just planning on going to the movies and she instead invited me over. 
We watched some movies, cooked, and just hung out. It was nice, and ever since it's become my weekly tradition. Whenever Sunday would come, I'd head over to Bella's and we'd just hang out all day. I didn't see the need to bring up to Amanda where I was going. She never asked or even wondered where I was every Sunday. So yesterday, Bella stopped by our house to drop off my phone charger because I left it at her place. Amanda asked why Bella had my phone charger, and I told her that it's where I was on Sunday. She asked why I was there, and I told her that it was my Sunday hangout spot. She flipped out, saying how rude it was to not let her know I was hanging out with an ex. I laughed and said, do you really not see the irony with that statement? She said it's different because she was forthcoming about her ex's relationship so that if I had an issue with it, then I should have said so. I said I did already bring it up and that she said it was important to her daughter. Was I supposed to interfere with the highlight of her daughter's week in order to make myself feel better? No, I'll just sneak out the back door and head to my friend's house. And that I didn't see why it was even an issue at all. We trust each other and are adults. Amanda doesn't want me over there anymore and she says she wants me to find another way to spend my Sundays. I said, then I don't want your ex over here on Sundays anymore if that's how we're playing this. Am I wrong? Update. So things have been bad with the whole situation. I've put my foot down and said I'm not being forced out of my house anymore. That they can do Sunday fun day at her ex's place moving forward. I'll post a complete update when I can. I did want to clarify that the reason I don't hang out with them is that I was asked not to at first. Then I always felt awkward about the whole thing. So at first I stayed away because I was asked. Then I felt like the fourth wheel, so I decided to quit trying. Bella has really helped because she went through something similar with her significant other. Whose side are you on? Hey, yo, what? (laughs) What what is that? This was packed with... (laughs) Okay, that is crazy. It's crazy because... Okay, there's two sides here where both are kind of doing some, I mean, sketchy stuff. Me, personally? I don't think the wife and the daughter and the ex are doing anything sketchy. You're right. Yeah. She's, she's not... It's co-parenting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. But plus, they're at the same house, so he knows what they're doing. Exactly. That is true. Yep. And, and you, like, you really get to like, take the daughter away from her actual dad. Like, true. come on. Let them spend and, some time together. And the mom and the dad are the ex-dad's not going to do anything in front of the girl. Exactly. Oh, we'd hope not. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It, the guy the guy who wrote the story is definitely sketchy. Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> he so he's <laughs> off going to his ex's house yeah. behind his wife's back. Yeah. But keep in mind the writer of the story and his ex, a man no, Bella. Bella. They don't have a kid together or anything. Nope. No. It's just they're them they're too. going to hang out together. Yeah, and cook and watch movies. Like, bro, dude, come on. Yeah, and she just broke up with like her relationship with another guy. So. Yeah. So how convenient. She's single. <laughs> right. And ready to mingle. <laughs> that is, dude, you are so messed up for that. <laughs> wow. It, it, I think it's really interesting, though, because it is complicated that this guy has, you know, the wife and then she already has a kid. The writer of the story is not only cheating on his spouse, he's cheating on his wife, basically. Yeah. By going to hang out with Bella. Right. And you, who knows what they're doing? I mean, I'm sure at first it was kind of, like, awkward, maybe, and there was some little bit of tension here and there. But I think props to, like, the wife for trying to still make a good life for her daughter. Right. And try to make that co-parenting work out. And I think he should give that to her, you know? Right. It doesn't give this guy an excuse to go hang out with another girl he dated before. 
Exactly. That's crazy. This is crazy. How do you think you're right in this situation? <laughs> what? I know. It's not like it's the white Amanda. It's not like Amanda really wants to hang out with her ex-husband, but she knows that she, she wants to do it for her daughter. For her she's, daughter. Yeah, she's yeah. doing what's best for her daughter. Right. It's not like this other guy who wrote the story who wants to go hang out with his ex, Bella, and there's no, there's no point other than hanging out, mingling, right? Single girl. Who just broke up with her ex. And you do it every week? Yep. And your wife doesn't know? Sunday fun day. Come on. Well, whose side are we on? Not the writer of the story, that's for sure. Obviously not. I'm on Amanda's side. Amanda's side. Gosh, who is this guy, man? Make sure you comment who you feel is right and who you feel is wrong. Now, there's actually only one right answer on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Leia. Woo! Thank you, Leia. Woo! Wow. What a great story. What a great story. I can't really remember what it was about, but I'm sure it was good. No, this one was a juicy one. I remember. It was a juicy one. Was it? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching Just Nobody's and listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and hit the like button. It, it like helps the algorithm, right? Helps us a lot. I always ask Daniel, does it? Does it? It helps It helps a lot, guys. Let's try to set a goal this week. Uh, if you made it this far, I don't know if you, ha if you did, but if you did, if this video gets 2.5K likes, Woo! what are we going to do? We are going to... Eat a snail on the podcast. Are you kidding me? We'll eat a snail on the, on the podcast. If this gets 2.5K likes, if by next week, I will, bring a, I will bring a snail and Daniel has to eat it. What about you? Oh, okay, fine. We both have to eat it. We both have to eat it. <laughs> we, both have to eat. we both have to eat it. This All guy. Right. All right, so make sure you leave a like. Also, comment what you want us to talk about. As you guys saw throughout the video, people asked us to talk about Multiverse of Madness. And apparently they wanted us to talk about Cartoon Network. So we'll see you guys next week. Make sure you comment what you want us to talk about. We'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok. And we'll see you next week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. See you on the TikTok. God bless you guys. Love you.